Hello, welcome back to today's podcast on the lots of questions, and if you're new here, welcome. And today I'll be reviewing on Review Monday is Harry Potter and 20th Anniversary Special. So spoilers if you haven't watched it, and where you can find it is on HBO Max. Okay, so this was phenomenal. I I watched it and I gotta say I love hearing behind the scenes and what people's emotions were. It was awesome. Um, especially going back to when the with the first how it got started when the first director um. His kid was trying again to read the book, but he didn't want to want to read it. But then he did read it, and he mentioned something. So he went to the author and asked her what she thought, and she mentioned the same thing. And then next thing you know, it's being turned to a movie. Now this book was huge. Um, everyone wanted to be in this book movie. <laughs> I think I remember where in the beginning it said that people were lined up to get this book when first when the books came out too. Um so from there, um I gotta say the first um it showed a news clip of them talking about the casting calls for the three um, main characters. Thing is, they had a hard time finding Harry Potter, and it goes into how after um, I don't remember was director or producer watching, but they watched this TV show of I think it was they were copied. Copperfield, I, anyway, so they saw young Daniel Radcliffe, he looked perfect for the role, um, so they tried to, um, they tried to get him the first time, but his father won't let him, but it took, but it took some time, and then his father would let him, um, and I guess with the the screen test with the three, it was perfect. They were the chemistry was good, and that's what they became. Now, over the years, they have switched out directors, and it will show when you see each of the directors, it will tell what movie they did, or what movies or movie they did. Um, the first two was done by, and I was like, oh, I'm going to explain this. Try to think. It showed what they each did. So it's. To know that they actually switched out producers, well, directors, not producers, I mean directors. Um, to know that each 
directors had their own spin on the movies and still continue on from the last movie. It was very amazing. Um, I gotta say, this one thing I found out that I never knew about is that they talk, actually talked about in the Goblet of Fire where um, Fred and George, that one scene where they are kind of like fighting with each other, rolling around on the ground fighting with each other. Um, well, one of the director who was shooting the movie, movie at the time kind of like showed, um, I think it was George's character, what he had to do. And the director ended up breaking, breaking something after that. I think it was two grips, but I don't remember. And it was... I don't know why, but I laughed at that. Um, because even, like, the brother, you know, stayed in an interview, like, what not to do, break the director's ribs, or, like, pointing at the other brother is just... I gotta say, um, also, not everyone was there. Not every single cast member was there, which was... I gotta say, which was sad, because I would love to see their point of view of each of the characters they played. But, you know, with this, it's like scheduling conflicts and stuff happening, and which makes sense. Um, but, you know, they did interviews with, you know, with a group of people, you know, just talking with each other or just them sitting out at the chair talking to a camera what they felt or probably were asked you know behind the camera but you never see that i gotta say um which was i love it especially um you know you got to hear from the actor who played Lucius Malfoy. You know, during the time before he actually started working, working on there, he actually had another role he could took up, but he decided to take that role instead. And, you know, even with him telling how also with um Tom's, with his way, okay, um, the guy who played Lucius Malfoy, his acting was pretty good because he kind of scared Tom a little when he was younger and just when he was a Lucius Malfoy. Basically, a very good actor. Um, also, he talked about the first time meeting, like, meeting, um, Helen, the girl, um, the person who plays. Bellatrix was a strange, and the fact that she got to play a character that goes off the rails sometimes, um, she kind of had her own spin on the character, <laughs> so that had to be fun. You know, there was a sit down between Helen and thing and Draco, I meant Daniel, and when they were talking with each other. Which was very amazing. Um, having those two sit down together, it was 
very uh sweet and you know her laugh i just got me back to thinking bella bella strange they picked a good actress to play her because her laugh is actually awesome for the character and Well, she also did sat down with uh, Tom Felton, too, so talking. The fact is, found out that um, she actually, from the set, she took her character's teeth and never washed them. So she had her character's teeth that, that she put in, still fits, and yeah. And like I said, I never really watched them either. You know, I think that's one thing that I remember is that there was a group of interviewer people interviewed and saying, well, what did you take from the set? Because a lot of times you hear um, actors take stuff from the set they were originally working on. And then they, after when it ends, they get to take some stuff. And I think Tom said in that one interview with um Helen when they're there is like he tried to take the wand but couldn't I do gotta say it was actually phenomenal because you gotta see the sets too um from the Gryffindor common room to the to Green Guards Green Gods to the Alba's Dumbledore office, and I think Diagon Alley set too, like outside of it. It was very awesome. You gotta see the sets. And so beautiful, um, especially. I got. It, it was beautiful. The whole thing was beautiful. I loved it. It. You, you gotta find out more from crushes on sets to um, how people built. Because they never really talked about it. And especially with Emma Watson wanting to leave after the fourth movie and how she felt. And even Rupert felt the same. You know. I think by the fourth movie after that, it was getting big. Um, now, I don't remember much because I was little. But I think after that, it probably was getting much bigger than than it was before. Because I remember seeing some of the premieres for it. And they have a big screen for one. For like a red carpet. You know, and they talked about, but also, they also talked about how Harry Potter actually touched people around the world. Because people love this book movie. They love to be transported into this world where it's amazing. And they, how this world actually helps some people. It goes, when people feeling down, they go and turn to Harry Potter. And it's very amazing. Um... That's the world that was given 
that that was given to us and you know i gotta say i do agree because sometimes i do when i'm feeling down i do pick up a harry potter book and start reading again and then i probably will put in a movie if i can find it it's, it's somewhere i'm moving around my room again so it's it's somewhere um Anyways, from there, and, you know, looking back, um, you know, looking back at the interview, each of them can tell when their life happens because it happened during a movie. Um, I think one person said, I think Rupert said that this happened when it was during this movie. I think it was half Order of Phoenix. I think he got his... I don't remember. I think it was his driver's license or something. <laughs> I don't take notes. You can tell. Um, but... You know, it was... It was a very good movie. It was a very good interview, especially when um, Tom Felton was actually talking with um, Matthew and Alfred. I think that's his name. The actors who played uh, Neville Longbottom and Dean Thomas. They sat down in Green Guards uh, talking how... It was shooting and just seeing those three talk was awesome. And also the opening towards a whole reunion. I didn't ever, I never talked about this, but you see three people getting letters. I think it was Rubius Hagrid, the guy who plays Rubius Hagrid, he got a letter. Emma Watson and Matthew, he also got a letter. And you can just see um, them getting invited and then Emma walking towards the train, and then, then you could see a line of people on the Hogwarts Express train. It, it was very awesome. And then, you know, the Great Hall, you guys see Great Hall again in this intro, uh, where you can just see the one, that one, um, there was a homage to the and that happened, and it was a, this one little tiny part that was actually was in the Goblet of Fire. And it was like the dance dance part from the, the Bell's... Oh, I don't know how you always say that name, but... With that... It wasn't Dom Strong, it was the other school dance part. And, yeah. Now, they did actually, in the re reunion, they did talk about the actors and actresses who passed along the way before this. And it was very warming and heartwarming, too. You know, just to hear, hear about them and... So they, it was very touching, and I and I love 
I wanted to cry during that, so yeah. Now, looking back on it, now looking back when I was younger, I think the only two movies I think I've gone to see that were Harry Potter was Chamber of Secrets, I think it was. Or maybe it was, um, or maybe Prisoner Azkaban, because I know I went to go see Half-Blood Prince, but I'm thinking it's probably Prince of Azkaban or Half-Blood, or Chamber of Secrets. I don't know which one was which. But I do remember Half-Blood Prince, because I was kind of a little bit older, but I do remember when I was yeah, in, in the movie theater with, with my mom. Um, but yeah. That is a review. That is a review, and I kind of add that little bit of thing, and I gotta say, looking back at it, the past, looking back at this movie, it was very phenomenal. It, it touched a lot of people's hearts, and they're still making stuff today from from uh from Fantastic Beasts to the stage show they didn't mention this but also to other you know games from the phone to um to a new game that's coming out in 2022 probably this one legacy Harry Potter game um that's supposed to be coming out I've that's that I've read I'm That I probably might get. Anyways, um, I hope you guys like today's podcast. And if you guys haven't seen it, I hopefully, hopefully you guys can. If you have HBO Max, um, and yeah, uh, you guys can find me at catjfrost three eight three at Instagram and Twitter, and I will see you guys. You guys will hear me on Friday. Okay, bye. Yeah.